if you're focused and passionate and driven, um, you can achieve anything you want to achieve in life. Let's suppose that you were able every night to dream any dream you wanted to dream. And a lot of things that we want to do, a lot of places we would like to go, a lot of things we would like to experience. Here's how to really cash in on this year. Number one, get serious. Life is serious. That's basically it. Welcome to Brett Talk, uh, the podcast where you can message me on Instagram at BrettThomas1896 for anything you want to hear advice on, anything from robbing a bank to how to budget in between, and probably more stuff because there's things outside of that. Today's a unique episode because my best friend's on. Uh, we're going to give advice on how to not get kicked out of a bar in the last part of the episode. Uh, we're gonna have a little fun, and we're just gonna do a season one and two recap of I think you should leave with Tim Robinson. And if uh, you haven't watched that show yet, if you're in your car or at work, uh, go home and uh, put it on and watch it for three hours, and then turn this back on. Um, I'm here at Golden Ox Studios with uh, Jeremy Demery. Hey, how's it going, Jeremy? Well, it was going okay until I found out that I wasn't one of your best friends. <laughs> it was going pretty good up until that point. I was having just the best day ever, and then I found out some horrific news. I didn't say all of my best friends. You said uh, my best friends. You meant specifically those two. No, because in the room with me right now, you're in the room next door. Do you want John right. to leave while you guys hash this out? <laughs> I feel like we should do the next episode. And I feel this episode should be you guys figuring out your differences. Actually, he's right. I I was way out of line there. He's right. I am in the other room, so if that, I, that's on me for not listening more intently to the words and wisdom of Brett Thomas. It's okay. I give advice on that kind of stuff. Um, but I'm going to introduce my guest today. Uh, say hi, Joe Briggs. Hi. And uh, Joe Graham. Hello, everybody. I feel like there's like a less ruder way of saying that, but. No. Okay. Yeah, you nailed it, man. All right, cool. You guys want to dive into it? Uh, talk about how to not get kicked out of a bar. We can tell stories or tips on uh, what we've seen or practiced to not get kicked out or have gotten kicked out. Yeah, it's always a good way to like tell people how to not get kicked out of a bar by telling ways that maybe you've gotten kicked out of a bar learn from mm -hmm. our actions yeah. yeah i've only been kicked out of one bar coward yeah maybe two i don't know it's it's so what happened the first the one i got when i turned 25 i got kicked out of patio in lakewood and it was solely because i was drunk and i uh there's like a guy on a bar stool and I kept just leaning on his back when I was drunk. And the bartender was like, he doesn't like that. Stop leaning on him. And I was like, no, he likes it. He's fine. And they were like, no, he doesn't. And then like one time he like tried to shrug me off his back. And I like fell a little bit and spilled beer on him. And they were like, you got to go, man. And he was like real upset. And I was like, we're best friends. And they were like, he doesn't agree with you. And then I got kicked out. That's pretty. It's not that bad. Though. It's not bad at all. Yeah. If anything, I was being too friendly. Yeah, it's very tame. Yeah. Honestly, it sounds like he was out of line. He wasn't. <laughs> he wasn't willing to make a new friend. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> I got kicked out of a bar when I was twenty-one. If you don't mind. 
Nice. Uh, my friend and I were in the men's room, and there was like one. It's gonna ur- be a good story already. Yeah, there was a one. <laughs> there was one urinal, and then uh, oh yeah, one like stall to the right and we we're like someone was in the stall so we we're like fine we'll just like both use the urinal so we're like sword fight so me and my boy we start sword fighting and then we start <laughs> accidentally like pissing all over the bar like restroom and we, uh, we, I'm, we I'm, start hmm? <laughs> when you said you like paused before you said restroom and i thought you meant that like the sword fight like spread into the bar area yeah like a conquistador movie yeah just all out <laughs> war throughout yeah, yeah. that would have been great but uh, we kept it in the bathroom and ended up uh, peeing all over this guy's foot who was in the stall. And he's like, hey, what the hell are you guys doing? And I was like, hey, man, we're sword fighting. It's none of your business. And he goes, I'm one of the bouncers. And I was like, okay. And then he <laughs> left and came back with two more people, lifted me up while I was washing my hands, like from behind, oh, I picked me up and took me out. And just set me down on the street, like on my ass, and then like walked away. And I think that was just—he didn't even have to say I couldn't come back in, but he just lifted <laughs> me up, like I didn't even finish drying or, or like washing my hands, and then I was just out of the bar. So, so did, don't pee on the bouncers' feet. Did you guys piss on each other? Because probably said, okay. But the the main thing was that we weren't bothered by it because we were in the middle of a sword in a duel. Yeah, obviously. And this guy was just an innocent bystander trying to mind his own business and solo like practice. He was practicing alone sword fighting, yeah. and he didn't want it on the action. He was jealous. He didn't have anyone else to sword fight yeah. him with. No friends. That's what I hate about bouncers. Is they I don't know like. They just have, like, full range to just, like, physically remove you. It's wild. Yeah. They could just be having yeah. a bad day. They just take all their frustrations out on people. I, I know people are the bouncers, like, brag about how they used to beat people up. It's, like, wild. <clears throat> it's kind of scary. They should be bouncers, all three of us. We should quit comedy going to bouncing. We should. We should become one bouncer stack. <laughs> we should all stack on top of each other with a trench coat or a giant tank top. <laughs> Just a giant tank top? Oh, like a seven-foot tank top. So you're on top because you have guns. Yeah. And then nice. sun's out, guns out. Yeah, I'll be at the bottom because I got some nice tree trunks. Nice. I'll yeah. be in the middle because I feel like I'm a good jelly to, like, <laughs> combine us. Nice. Like, I'd be like, good. Uh, I got kicked out of a bar one time when I was 19 years old. Um, I used to go to this place, and it was called the Valley Bar District, and it was like a Wednesday night. In some bars, you could like underage drink there. Like one time, I was at a bar. It was called Shots, and I was like 19. This like very attractive woman walked up to me and started talking to me. She's like, "Hey, can I see your ID?" And I pulled it out, and of course, like I was like 19, so it's just like up and down, not like to the side. Yeah. It was portrait mode, not landscape mode. But um, she then she's like, I work here. And I'm like, oh, shit. She's like, no, it's cool. I don't care. And the next time I came in, uh, she's like, what do you want? And their game was they'd serve underage because they'd get bigger tips because kids would tip bigger because. Uh, They're getting served. Yeah. yeah, the only time they could get served. But I was at another bar there. And then this bar actually ID that a bouncer outside on the patio and he wouldn't let us in. So me and my buddy like went around and hopped the fence to the bar next door and then hopped the fence to the bar and we were in there 
and I remember like my buddy was like me and him were in the restroom and some guy walks in and he was like, Hey, just so you know, next time you want to drink at a bar, don't wear a shirt with your high school on it. <laughs> Cause he had like a Manchester basketball shirt on like 2009. And then, uh, I got blackout drunk and I don't normally do this, <laughs> but I went outside and started like flipping tables and chairs <laughs> Nice. And the bouncer's like, this guy's got to get out of here. He's not supposed to be in here. And then that Friday or Saturday, I was there. And, uh, I like how you were already outside, though. And he's like, this guy's got to get out of here. And you're already out of there. They just yeah. had to close, keep the doors closed. Well, it's on their patio because they had a closed-in yeah. patio. Oh, it was closed then? Okay. It had like a fence around it. Were but, there people at the tables you were flipping? No, it was empty because oh. it was like raining outside. That would have been way funnier if there was somebody there like – if it was like middle of the day or something and somebody's there just like eating a chicken sandwich and you're flipping tables. Just blacked out. Yeah. I'd have probably got my ass beat, honestly. <laughs> I could have hurt somebody, but the only thing I hurt was a couple tables and I think they're okay. Yeah, sure they made it. I think the coolest part about like blackout stories is like you're never the one. Like you hear it too. Like mm-hmm. someone has to tell you. Like when you're like super blacked out and you do like something awesome like flip tables and chairs at yeah. like a place of business someone just like has to tell you that and you're like can i tell that story is that cool can i have that from yeah. you because uh i'm gonna tell that as if though i actually remember it but there is a cool aspect too of like oh i get to be a detective yeah and i have to figure yeah. out what happened to joe's car keys last night or like something like that yeah it's it's great my brain actually gets like scared i'm like what if like i murdered somebody and then like like, I'm just waiting to get arrested. <laughs> I like, well, if I just, like, went crazy at a couple, like, uh, shots of fireball, then, like, slashed a woman's throat. Are we what? culpable now? Because he said this to us. Yeah. Like, if this actually happens, are we also guilty now? Yeah. No, he's, he's just like, he's like, right now, Brett's doing the, if I did it, here's how I would. Yeah. He's going to so, show up to the bar one night and be like, I'll have uh, two shots of fireball. <laughs> I'd be like, no, Brett, you won't. And he's like, you're right. Make it three. <laughs> I, uh, I showed I you guys my new out. pocket knife. <laughs> if the Brett doesn't fit, you must acquit. <laughs> For real. But uh, l- let me off these charges. I would never go near a woman's throat. <laughs> <laughs> you got Jeremy. He turned his mic off so he couldn't hear him laugh, but he laughed <laughs> good on that. Mm. Oh, I'm yeah. sure they heard it in the background. I'm. It's it's quite the chuckle. Uh, <laughs> what are some of you guys' tips on how to like stay in a bar without getting kicked out, or like what not to do, or what's like some stuff you've seen other people doing they get kicked out? Um, just like drink responsibly. <clears throat> so I I used to have a thing where I like to go into the bar and sit down and ask the bartender if they want to see how strong I am. <laughs> <laughs> you do it to patrons too yeah i would do it to patrons too but it's, it's just not even like about being strong it's about being like mentally strong enough to like see what they say because because people are going to respond to that every single time with something and i went to one bar and she was like i was like do you want to see how strong i am and i was very drunk and she's like i want to see how much water you can drink and how much chips you can eat and she gave me <laughs> chips and water and i was like oh i think i got way too drunk tonight and i was like like sadly eating like chips and just drinking a water like i so i wouldn't ask uh, i would never ask people in a bar uh, if they want to know how strong you are 
One time I was at a bar and uh, I was there with my friends and they were underage. That's another way to keep. Were you? In a, is this like recently? Like you were like twenty five and your <laughs> friends were like nineteen. They, they were like 16, but like they're responsible. <laughs> I, I make sure they do their homework before they come out. Uh, no, I was like 21. They were 20. And I remember like someone like le- was at this like tavern. And it's like kind of an older people place. And someone like left like loaded fries. But like they were old to where all the cheese was melted in one thing. And like me and my friends were like drunk and eating them. Someone just like left them on the table. So don't like eat other people's foods. What about you, Joe? Do you have any tips on how to? Yeah, when I was in, um, it was legitimately like the last night before I had my last college class. Um, somebody that I'm like acquaintances, he was like dating a friend of mine, and we were at a bar, and there was a line for the men's room and not the women's room, so he tried to use the women's room because he was so drunk, and like he went in, and a bouncer went in after him, and then literally like took him out of the stall and like grabbed him by the throat and like put him up and slammed him into the ground and his like head bounced off the ground so then i like went in and i was just gonna be like hey like oh i'm gonna leave with this guy and then like another bouncer came in and like bopped my head off the wall Jesus. so just like use the right bathroom i would say speaking of that i don't understand the bathroom debate like about like if this g- if it, gender yeah. fluid stuff because i'll tell you i was at a very like a progressive like bar one night when i was like drinking and i was peeing and there's all stalls, and this girl comes in, she sits down, she starts peeing, and then she does like the fart into the toilet, and it made <laughs> oh, like gross. the best sound. No, it was the best. Okay. I was like, this is where we should be in society. I don't know this person. She has no, you know what I mean? Like we're just in the, like the human room, just being humans. I'm just peeing, and then I just hear like her blast went off, and I'm like, that's so cool. Like, and then she like proceeded to like maybe take a little poop, but all I know is I heard like. That blast, and I was like, it was just yeah, into that echo. Nice. Oh, the the bowl accentuates it. Uh, I do have a story. I don't know if this counts or not. If you want to keep this or not, about how I got kicked out of the only strip club I've ever been to. Yeah, I never really tell this story. Counts. So I was at a strip club one time for the first time and only time, and uh, I was with another comedian from around here and his like minor league baseball player friend. (laughs) So I was just trying to roll with the punches. Ah. Yeah, but I was also like on mushrooms. I think the mic picked that up. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, it's all right. I was on a lot of. I was on a good bit of mushrooms, so I was like feeling the universe, you know. Yeah. So we uh, we go to the strip club, and Mickey's like, "Oh, you got to get a private dance." And I literally like hated all of it. Everything that was happening, it wasn't the right vibe. So I go and get this private dance, and I'm sitting there, and she starts like, "You have to like, you can't touch." So I was just like on mushrooms, so I just sat on my hands, and she starts like grinding on me, and I was like, a couple seconds in, I was just like, you know, there's more to life than just taking off your clothes for random guys. <laughs> and she was like, what? I was like, listen, I'm just saying, there's a whole universe out there, and you could you just use your body for so much more, you know? You don't want to just like die and be a stripper, do you? And then like that was the line that like, cross the line she was just like hey we're done and i was like okay so she like kicked me out to like the private area like out of the private area and then they wouldn't let me in like the main area of the strip club but they wanted like the people who were there i was with to keep spending money so they just sat me in like a corner booth like near a bouncer and like i was just they literally put you in time yeah i was literally just tripping balls like watching like women like get naked hating all of it and like 
everyone was just having so much fun but i just got literally put in timeout and kicked out of like the private room and i still had to like give her 20 dollars. and i was like i'm sorry damn yeah i didn't I understand the strip i club. love that you didn't technically get kicked out they're like you're look you're here now you're in yeah. timeout. we had to pay a fee to get in so they're like we get it it's fair all's fair i didn't get violent i just was like you know it's a whole big world out there it's being <laughs> truthful she can handle it. Yeah, Jeez. but also, you know, she's using what, what, whatever, you know, God care. I don't know. I, I tried. I, I felt like later it sounded probably pretty mean from her perspective. She's like, "Screw you! You're on drugs." Like, yeah. oh, I keep forgetting you're just on mushrooms too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just wiling out on mushrooms. Like, yeah, I would never say something like that if I was. You know what I mean? If I was like drinking, I'd be like, ah, what a what a what a lap dance, fellas. I mean, like if even some if someone came to my job and I was doing taxes and they were on mushrooms and they were like, hey, there's more to life than taxes, I'd be pretty upset. So, can only yeah. imagine. Yeah, I went to her. It's not like she walked into my mm-hmm. therapy office. Like I mm-hmm. I went into her place of work and was like, this is dog shit. What you're doing you're is dog really, shit. You, you could be better. Exactly. Oh man. They, they say the prostitute's like the oldest profession. Yeah. I believe Probably it. Probably not. I would say farmer. That makes a lot more sense. Yeah. People always say prostitute because they think it's edgy, but like, dude, farming's pretty fucking old. Same with like, I don't know, soldier. Right? I mean, if you got a village, you got to protect it, right? Yeah. Yeah, but you you need prostitutes. <laughs> <laughs> what, like, what do you think's going to boost the soldier's morale, though? A paycheck and some titties. <laughs> Damn right. I I actually kind of hate that word. Have you ever heard someone call like a strip club like a titty bar? Yeah. It makes me not want to ever go. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a weird off-putting name. I don't like uh, pussy for can- when when I tell people like I uh, I have cats. They're like, oh, you got a couple of pu- you got some pussy at home. It's like, don't do- I love yeah. those two little fuckers. Like those things are great. Don't compare it to like just some some pussy. Like I don't like that at all. Like I, I I feed those those guys every day. I don't need you like disrespecting them. It's, it's low hanging fruit. <laughs> <laughs> I just got so serious though. <laughs> it just makes me really mad. I'm like I'm like. I don't know, like, I take better care of those two than, like, most women take care of themselves. So, like, don't compare my cats to, like, a woman's privates. That's true. Because, like, a woman can't clean her own privates with her tongue. Exactly. They need us to do it. (laughs) 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 What just happened? Joe, I have no idea. Joe Graham, I'd like to apologize for when you told me about your cats. I said, oh, so you have a couple of vaginas at home? Yeah, I don't appreciate that. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'd like to publicly apologize here on this podcast. I have two apex predators at home. (laughs) Like, I don't understand. I met them top of the line. Yep. Real grade A quality beef right there. Quality stuff. Carved up. Carved up. Carved up. Some nice crop. <laughs> yeah, just keep dropping hints throughout the whole like bar That's stories. Coming. Yeah. Do you want me to do the talk about that casino thing real quick? Too yeah. or no? Yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to hear it. I love all my fans to hear it. I got uh, politely asked to leave the Jack Casino like the week of the coronavirus shutdown. Yeah. 
And it's because I lost the Cleveland Comedy Opens, and I was upset. So I went to Flannery's and got very drunk with a lady friend. And then Flannery's closed at, like, midnight because uh, there was nobody there because it was a Monday night. And so we were like, we'll go to the casino. We went to the casino and kept drinking and playing blackjack. And we were drinking and playing blackjack, and I kept, like, winning, but she was losing. So I just would win money and give it to this girl and so we could both keep playing because I thought it was, like, cute. Nice. And then we ran out of money after a certain point, and I was like, I asked the the guy dealing, was like, all right, if you're out of money, you need to leave because that's how casinos are. And he was like, uh, I was like, you know, we've been giving you money all night. You think you could give us some? And he's like, that's not how casinos <laughs> operate. It's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, she was like, and this is like one of those stories where like the next day she's telling me all about it. And so I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, so like, what, we just like can't hang out here anymore? He's like, you can hang out in the casino. You can't still sit in these seats. So I'm like, whatever. And then when I stood up, I, she even said, she's like, you weren't that frustrated. He kind of just like didn't like that you were drunk. But when I stood up, it was like a higher bar chair and I knocked it yeah. over. And he was like, look, you're like, get it, like you're too drunk. You need to leave. And I was like, oh, I'm too drunk? You have too many ghosts in this casino flying around knocking people's <laughs> chairs over. I think you need to sort out your ghost problem before you come looking at me, asking me where my money's at. And you need to, you need to take your money and figure out this ghost problem. And they like called like security. I guess there's like a button they can press where like a guy and like a guy just came over and was like, are you guys going to leave? And we were like, yeah, <laughs> just like they just like he just followed us on the way out. Like we didn't get like kicked out, kicked out. But she was like, yeah, you just walked with us until we were outside. Nice. And uh, she like lived in Tower City and there's like a door that goes to Tower City from the casino. Oh, wow. And he made us go to the outside door. So she was like, yeah, we had to go outdoors and then come back in through the other Tower City entrance and go to her apartment. And then I woke up downtown. I missed work. Took the train home. It's a bad day. Nice. Yeah. At least you handled the loss well. Handled it like At a least it sounds like you grew and matured a lot from it. I didn't. It took time to. LeBron James loses the finals, goes home, sits in his room, and reads a bunch of books and tries to grow and develop. And you're like, I'm going to go run this ghost bit by this stranger before I get kicked out. <laughs> It wasn't even a planned bit. It was like something no, I, I just had. Yeah, that's the best part about when like I, whenever I listen to like any com- anyone who's like a comedian, uh, tell a story. There's always like a part where like when they're like drunk or like in trouble, they try and like do a bit and like be like funny in there because like if it works, like you could get out of trouble if you just made like and you you're just a make legend. It, like. like you're- Sometimes you just make a dude like someone who's like really about to be really mad at you laugh like real quick and then you're out of there. Like it's nothing. Yeah. It's nice. But then sometimes it just doesn't work and you're like, ah, shit. Yeah. It didn't work this time. Yeah. Uh, she even said too, she was like, the dealer was like, we don't have ghosts, which is the funniest part about that <laughs> to me that I was like belligerently drunk and he was like, we don't have ghosts. Okay. Yeah, you're just assure, drunk. Assure the <laughs> other <laughs> players. They're like, wait, are these other ghosts? Yeah. They're like, you guys are fine. If ghosts are looking at my cards when I look them up and then they tell you what my cards are, I'm not playing. I'll leave. I can't have ghosts cheating on my cards and giving you guys an advantage. Now they're knocking over stools. Uh-huh. It's just like, is one of these fuckers just going to come out of the fucking wall and be like, wow. <laughs> I feel like this is a good time transition. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this part of the episode uh, is this—is this where like people pause the podcast and like go pee real quick and then come back and keep listening, or is it like? No, they could pause any time. Oh, okay. Why like, do you have to do that? No. Oh, okay. Uh, 
<laughs> Transition time. You shouldn't have to get up to pee. Next time you come on, I'll bring like us all like colostomy bags. Fuck yeah. We just sit here. I think that's what those are for, right? Yeah. Have you guys ever had a catheter in? No. Have you? Yeah. Why? Yeah, because I was in the hospital for yeah, months. That's right. Yeah. It's sweet. You'll like sit there, like you'll be watching TV, and you don't even feel like you're about to pee, but like you'll look in like the bag and it starts filling up, oh, and you're like, God. sweet. You're like, you don't even know you're peeing. Like, does you it hurt no being control. in though? Oh, absolutely. It does. Uh, it's constantly a problem. Yeah, you can't roll to your left. That's what and I was right. Yeah. You can only sleep one way. Oh damn. Uh, yeah. It's it's wild, but that when they take it out, you feel like you uh, are still like peeing. So you feel like when they take it out, you like you just peed all over the nurse, but like you didn't. Uh. <laughs> uh. It's so gross to me. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Oh man, I don't like it. When they I'm had to that. use the big, the long, the long catheter for me. Oh, the nice. real, yeah. They had to put two catheter, three catheters, triples is best. They had to put three catheters in mine because my. Uh, thing is so long. That's great. I would, I'd be fine with one. <laughs> I'd get by with one, I think. <laughs> or maybe like they'd cut it in half, yeah, then I'd be good. <laughs> now tell us more about how big the catheter was that they used. <laughs> My catheter would be a grower, not a shower. <laughs> it's just like it's like one of those like little kid straws that like yeah. stretches in and out. <laughs> oh God. Oh. Sorry catheter stuff it's one of those like icy straws that has got like the scoop on the end i don't know why yeah that made us all uncomfortable sorry yeah all right so good time to transition <laughs> is now don't joke we can cut all that yeah. no no i like that no, <laughs> you don't want to leave that on the table you know? yeah we're gonna leave that one in. that's for the that's for the patron i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna leave that i'm gonna label it it's just gonna be a clips of that and then i'm gonna call it uh penis slide whistles Penis, yes. Nice. And you charge people like 30 bucks and then you just give them that clip and they're like, what the fuck? I paid for this? That's business, baby. I feel like the American healthcare system's so bad that they're going to start making catheters that are T-shapes and then two people that don't have like health insurance are going to have to share one. Absolutely. That makes me so wildly uncomfortable. You have no idea. Sounds like socialism to me, brother. <laughs> Sharing them. Uh, I would share a catheter with you fellas, though. Yeah, me too. I mean, obviously, I have to say I would too now. Yeah. <laughs> if there were a bag in the middle under this table and we were all just doing it right now, I wouldn't even. Yeah. I wouldn't even let the viewers know. That'd be cool too, because we'd be like, "Who's even peeing right now?" <laughs> they could one guess. of the boys. That's who. Like a challenge. Yeah. I would share a catheter with anybody in this room, and then anybody in the next room. Greatly appreciated. There we go. Welcome. I would I would only share with people in this room. <laughs> oh damn! <laughs> One day, Joe. <laughs> One day. We'll get there. <clears throat> Baby steps. So it's probably a good time to transition. I think so. <laughs> transition. Transition. We're going from one thing to the other. Topics are changing. Nice. The We're universe is expanding. We're going to uh, do a recap of our favorite sketches and why they work from the show. I think you should leave with Tim Robinson. Seasons one and two. On Netflix. 
I haven't seen it yet. Is it good? Yeah, it's pretty great. A backstory of Tim Robinson. I you, I don't know too much about him, but he's really funny, and uh, it's the only backstory he needs. I know he was on he was on SNL for two seasons, but he was like on one as a writer and one as a performer, which is weird. And uh, I've only seen like one SNL sketch he was in, and it's like one of my favorite SNL sketches. Have you seen the? Uh-uh. It's like Round Ball Rock. No. What's that one? So there's like you know that old NBC basketball song where it's like dun 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 dun. Yeah. It's like the guy that wrote that song, the real guy that wrote it. His name's like John Tesh, and they're like, yeah, we're. Uh, it's like Vince Vaughn. He's like, yeah, we're bringing this guy John Tesh in the studio with his brother Dave Tesh, who like doesn't exist, but it's Tim <laughs> Robinson. Yeah. And he's like, they come in and they're like, yeah, you know, this is a uh, this is a song we wrote for the basketball. Um, it started as one of Dave's poems, so we're just gonna take it away. And like they start playing that song, and like Tim Robinson just goes like, "Blah blah 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 basketball, gimme 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 the ball because I'm gonna dunk it." And that's like the entire. He just keeps repeating that over and over. <laughs> and they're like, they're like one of the funniest jokes is they're just like, "Isn't that a little bit repetitive?" And he just goes, "Isn't basketball a little bit repetitive?" Yeah, <laughs> it's, just like, it's true. Such a good sketch. Um. I like the show because they're short uh, episodes. They're like 15 to like 18 minutes long. Uh, what are some of your guys' favorite sketches? Or what do you think they're good? Or Should we start? I mean, we should start at season one. Episode one, first sketch? I mean, first sketch, the door is oh, phenomenal. Yeah. The reason it works. I mean, come on. He's opening the door come of the on. TV show. It's perfect. Opening the door. He's got the straight face characters in that show. Just you just know what you're in for immediately, and you're either in or out. I feel like after the first, and it, it first literally is, like sets the tone for the entire series when he's just like, "No, I was here yesterday." It goes both ways. Yeah, and then just starts pulling the door, and the door <laughs> has no damage from the him doing that the day before. You know, yeah. like, he just freshly damaged that. There's no way he was there yesterday and did that. It's amazing. I like how there's like camera shots of like the hinges about to burst. Yeah, literally pop- popping. It's so good. I was here yesterday. It goes both ways. <laughs> God. That's a great joke anyone can do when they're like leaving a room. Dude, the I feel like the like uh, what what's what do you think is the one that you quote the most? Ooh. That's a tough one, right? Oh yeah. Because I, I find myself saying, not really a lot, but I also like have added the word mud pies to my dictionary. And I used to not say mud pies that much, and now anytime I have to use the bathroom, I'm like, I gotta go take a big floppy mud pie. Yeah, I don't say mud pie. I didn't catch, I didn't pick up on that. But uh, shouldn't have had such a sloppy mud pie. I do pie. like that a lot. So good. I do like sloppy oh, mud yeah. pie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I quote the most from. Uh, oh, I probably say not really a lot. I say not really a lot, and then I like. Uh, I like saying, I'm going to embarrass you. I'm going oh, yeah. to fucking embarrass you tonight, Barry. Like, I really like walking by. Like, there's a couple people in my job that have seen it. One person mainly, I'll just, like, walk by. and be like, I'm going to fucking embarrass you. And then, like, I'll just take a patient. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. know. It's nice. That one's good. Not really is perfect. Oh, I think the I think the one cumulatively that I've used the most is, uh, is that the joke? Oh, yes. yeah. yeah. Is that, is that, is that the, the joke? Oh. <sighs> It's so good. It's so good. Because you can just do that anywhere, too. Yeah. No matter what someone says, you can be like, is that the joke? 
and just, just ruin their joke. Even when they're not joke. doing a joke, like I, like if someone just farts and I look at them, and I'm like, is that the joke? <laughs> you just farted in public and you're not even ashamed of it? Is that the joke? What's next? <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. for one night, I said, you're you're ruining my fucking, or you <laughs> ruined my life. Do you want to tell it? Can I tell Do you want to tell it? You can tell oh, the story. Oh, nice, yeah. nice. So we were at a bar. And I think it was like Amber bought some guy that she met on like Hinge or Bumble to the bar. And uh, I still like anytime I talk to her, I'm like, this guy was a co- he was a savant at comedy. I think his name was like Mark or something. I was here for that. Yeah, he was. He just kept talking about how he got to tighten up his on his golf swing, and it's that's the same thing he has to do with his <laughs> dick. And I was like, I was like, you get comedy, man. You're gonna make it. You're the next Robin Williams. And so. He just kept like ruining conversations throughout the night. Like, he, and then Joe and I were talking about bits at a table, and it was just yeah. two of us. And he comes up and he just starts talking about his golf swing, and we're just sitting there in silence because we're like, it takes gall to just interrupt the conversation and ruin it completely. Yeah. And he did that. He completely destroyed our conversation. And then Joe just looks at him and just goes, "You ruined my fucking life." And he's like, "That's not a very nice thing to say." And he's like, "You ruined my fucking life." <laughs> he's like. That's you're really gonna say that to me? I really ruined your fucking life. And then Joe says it like legitimately, maybe thirty times total, and he just keeps having a comeback. Like, really, you think I ruined your life? He's like, <laughs> you're in my fucking life. I got up and went to the bathroom, washed my hands, came back out. He's still telling the guy that he ruined his fucking life. Nice. Yeah. And that's how like not socially aware he was. But he told me that if he ruined my fucking life, my ru- my night, my life was already ruined. And I was like. I don't. You're not getting that. This is a bit. This is a bit. This is a good bit, and you're the butt of it. <laughs> yeah, I hate when people take things like really seriously like that. What do you quote the most from that show, Brad? I probably quote um, the Tim Heidecker sketch. <laughs> That's probably my favorite one. Where uh, from season one? Yeah, where's like a uh, girlfriend invites him to like her friend's house and they're playing a game of charades and like he completely ruins it because it's all about like celebrities and then he's just like saying um like jazz musicians from like the 1950s. Like he references a TV show called The Comedy Colgate Hour that was like on yeah. from like 1950 <laughs> to 1954. That sketch is so good too because there's just like jokes throughout that aren't really related to that overall bit when he's just like when he has the soup that's at it's room like temperature yeah it's at room is it room temperature yeah it's room yeah. temperature gazpacho gazpacho and he was expecting it to be cold and he takes a sip of it and he's like he's like when you're expecting it to be cold and it's room temperature it's piping hot and it burns your mouth. <laughs> My, uh, I like it when he uh, asks her to go get like her <laughs> nutcracker, like in her attic with the Christmas stuff. He like has like a, a bag of walnuts. Like has like a fake mullet in there. <laughs> <laughs> He's such an asshole. He's like, hey Liz, your uh, your record collection's pretty mean and potatoes. She's like, oh thanks, Howie. He's like, no, that's bad. It's just very bland. <laughs> The way and when he reveals how he like talks to his girlfriend too, when he's like, "Remember, I told you 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 would never be a good writer because you don't have a curious mind." <laughs> it's like then I tried to make it up to you by buying you every dessert on the menu, and you didn't eat a single one. <laughs> and he's like, and he's, he's obviously yeah, upset about this. Like so, all of his stories are just make him look like an even worse person. Yeah. And then at the end, like of course, she's just like, "You guys embarrassed me in front of Howie today." You embarrassed me in front of Howie. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a great bit. He was also on a date, too, on season two. That was a good that one. That was a good one. Oh, that no. was a good yeah. one. That one's a little slower. That one, like, 
I don't know, for me, like, it was a little slower and, like, it was hard to, like, I don't know, some of the stories, I, I can't, like, I'd have to, like, watch that one more. I haven't watched season two enough to, like, start quoting it. I don't have, like, yet. the sketches memorized line by but line. But I have, I, have, I have the ones I like. Yeah, yeah me too. Troubles are best. That's probably my favorite sketch uh, with Bob Odenkirk. Yeah, it's so good. I don't know. I do remember, yeah. The no, <coughs> tell him. Tell him about my wife. Because if none of that other stuff is true. <laughs> and that's literally like that first sketch they did with the door sets the tone perfectly mm-hmm. for that sketch. Because yeah. it's just like one little thing and they just blow it up for five minutes. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love the Bob Odenkirk sketch uh, because like he's like lying about the ice cream machine being broken, sitting by his daughter ice cream. And he's like, yeah, it's broken. Uh, me and your dad are friends. We've known each other for a long time. That's how I know it's broken. Yeah. I also like too when uh, like that's a good, like that sketch. It's cool to see like Tim Robinson isn't the weird character. So he plays like the straight man in that one. And it's cool to see that he's like good at being the straight man too. Yeah. Or he's just reacting to Bob Odenkirk being the crazy person. <laughs> I love it. Like how like you guys already goes like off the rails. Like it's like like he's like Brian Bally drives like old cars. Every classic car. But he says he's every <laughs> single one. And like I like how he says that he doesn't live in a hotel. He's like, tell her I don't live in a hotel. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, My friend doesn't live in a hotel. <laughs> <laughs> and then like his like made up wife is like sick, but she's gonna triumph in the end. Yeah. Like, like how bizarre that is. I used to have a poster over on my wall. And then I met her. Can you believe it? She asked me to marry her. I didn't want to, but she was beautiful, so I had to. <laughs> she's real sick. Yeah. She's going to get better. She's real sick. Tell him. Tell him. Tell him. And the one part where he just goes, tell her. Because if, that, if that's not true, then the other stuff's not true. <laughs> just so... The, so good. the Dan Flashes one, I think, is starting to be one of my favorites. Both of them. It's got, I think, the combination of those two. How, like, the first one is just him starving himself to buy complicated shirts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then the second one is just you see 50 guys. You see 50 guys like me fighting over shirts that are my exact style. You go in. You go in. You, uh, yes, yes, you, you do. do. You go in. <laughs> you go That's what I've been saying a lot, too. Like, I feel like the ones that I like the most are the ones that are, like, super loud, to quote, but saying them, like, quietly to, like, people. So, like, because they, like, hear it in you, their house. Ha- yeah, as that loud. You have been saying, you fucking skunk. You fucking skunk. <laughs> oh, you fucking skunk. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, like, there's no, like, I don't know. Like, you know, we're, we're all trying to, you know, I, say the F and R word less. You know what I mean? I literally I feel like fucking skunk works really good. Yeah. I was literally telling Joe on the way here that when I got home last night, like the driveway I parked in, there was a skunk in the driveway. Mm-hmm. And he was like eating something. So I had to just sit and wait for the skunk to leave while I was in my car. And I just kept looking at him because I wanted to go to bed and being like, you fucking skunk. You fu-. And I was like, it's got levels. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking skunk. Nice. The one that grew on me the most, I think, is the Carl Havoc one, where he's like, I got too much fucking shit on me. Oh, I love that one immediately. That one immediately was, I mean. I liked it at at the beginning, but now I love it. Yeah. Just because it was like they they, they put so much stuff on him, and it just looks so fake. 
Like yeah. they they have like a huge budget. Like that looked like the worst costume that you could obviously tell would be bad to put on. And then he still it's still funny because he still went out in public like to a mall and was doing that still. So you're like, it's still pretty messed up. I don't and he's just like, I don't want to exist anymore. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, the suit really makes you feel that way. Yeah. And he's like, All right, fine. Uh come on in, we'll do it. But then what's the show? <laughs> 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 mm. <laughs> was he like push that woman or something or yeah they're like flip that table over no like but he's like what is it, what's the joke because she's sitting alone and they're like yeah just go over there and flip that table over but what's that do for the greater good yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's just so insane I don't know what uh I just had one on the top of my head and now it's gone I know, I keep yeah. trying to think of, like, oh, season got, two now, and I'm just so like... So the, the, that last episode, the Claire's one? Oh, the, that was where, like, good. It's like the going to get your ears pierced, and they're like, yeah, here's a tutorial, like, a video <laughs> that you have to watch for your ears pierced at Claire's, and it's just, like, a bunch of young girls talking about how it was easy, and then one old guy who's having, like, an existential crisis, <laughs> and he's like, he's like, yeah, you know, they say when you die, you think about all the times you laughed, so sometimes I just sit in a room by myself... And I laugh. How sad is that? I'm just sitting in a room laughing so I can remember laughing when I die. <laughs> so that he can remember, he can trick himself into thinking he had a better life yes. than he did. <laughs> I like how there's like also like a, like a biker guy there that's like in his 40s. He's, he's like, like relating to it. <laughs> yeah. At first, he's like, do I have to watch the video? And she's like, yes, everyone has to. And so like next like a little kid. Oh, my God. It's so good. I mean, we haven't talked about the uh, ghost tours one yet either. I feel like that's that one's yeah. That one I I, I quote the uh, wires somewhere. Our wires got crossed because <laughs> you're saying we can swear, and I'm saying big fat low to come, and you're getting upset. Just <laughs> and I do love when he's like, yeah, you can swear, and he's like, all right then, big fat low to come. He just says it like under his breath. <laughs> I like it when he takes him to the back and he and then he comes back and he's like, I'm having the worst like day of work ever. And they raise his hand and he's like crying and he's like, <laughs> not trying to make a joke. Not trying to uh, make anyone have the worst day of work ever. And but and he's like, but do these fuckers ever come out the wall with their big cocks and just the, the, everywhere? The way he pauses is so good too. He's like, but do any of these Fuckers. <laughs> like, just like. Never <laughs> pop out of the fucking wall. Oh my god. I like when that one guy's like, all right, you're done. Like, you're out of here. Yeah, he's like, and oh my god, when his mom picks him up. Yeah. And his mom's driving like an old station wagon. And she just looks at him and she goes, Did you make any friends? And he goes, not really. <laughs> Just gets in the car. <laughs> By the way, if you haven't seen the show, you need to watch the show. Otherwise, none of this makes sense. And then you can have conversations with your friends about how awesome this show is. So they can make a season three and a season four. Sorry. I just want people to... I, no, no, you, just, no. you want, like... Tim Robinson's keep, coming on this episode, right? Uh, yeah, he's podcast. right there, yeah. I wish. Oh, man. Sorry, I didn't mean to lie. I got to work okay. on that. I thought it'd be nice. But oh, sorry, I'll stop bouncing my leg. No, nah, it's cool. It's okay. 
because I just put that in the universe that like Tim Robinson was here, so maybe I thought he'd be here, but I guess not everything put in the universe happens. Yeah. That'd be mayhem for everyone. If everything everyone ever wanted. Do you know how many people would just be dead on the freeway? Like the second someone had road rage? If you could just like if the things like you uttered would happen, like you would change history. Like, the, like someone who gets in like a fender bender, and then like there's traffic. Then you're like, this person better be dead, because like <laughs> I waited for an hour in traffic, you know. And then you get up there, and like they were gonna make it, but because you wish, you know, what I mean, you can't just put everything but out there. It would be nuts. I feel like most people wish just like, oh, I wish that guy fucking died or whatever. But I usually say like, I hope, I wish that person would shit their pants and then die. And that would be way more fun. If they were just driving in their car, they cut me off, and then all of a sudden they shit their pants, and they're like, what? And then they die. Was that thunder? Yes. Jeremy, is this place insulated against thunder? Yes. Wait, was that really thunder? No, it was accident. My foot pushing up against the tin wall. I hate thunder. It was I hate lightning. The ghost... Coming out of these fucking walls. Is that the fucking ghost from the Jack Casino? Is he here now? He's like going to follow you for the rest of your life because he only follows gambling and coming on this podcast is a gamble. As a g- <laughs> if, if you, if you, if that were true to happen, like if you could wish something and then that thing would happen, it would be a lot of people running around going, who would wish this? Yeah. yeah. That is true. Yeah, who wished this? Who would wish this? Why would you wish this? That's what you would hear a lot of. I would wish for world peace and everyone to get food on their table, uh, three meals a day, and all the snacks they want. And then and uh, and uh, socialism and uh, a dick one dictator for the whole world. Nice. And we don't get to choose. It's completely random. It's whoever uh, is the strongest. I uh, <laughs> My first wish would be to take everyone besides the people in this room and the person in the next room's power to have wishes. So we could be the only four to make wishes. That'd be, I'd try to do I'd try to beat everyone else. So I could, my wish would cancel out all their wishes. So just be us. That's so incredibly selfish. That's real fucked. It's <laughs> so fucked up. Even yeah. though I'm involved, I'm, I don't want to be involved. I would probably wish for everyone to get all their wishes back. I'd be like, hey, man. I would wish that the... I'm uh, just joking. No. I, would, I, would, I would rule with absolute power if we wanted to. I would make, I would make a bunch of like, people mine gold and make me a suit of like, armor out of gold. If you had oh, to nice. do... If you had to have one like, spite wish... What would it be? Because I would wish that everybody could go to space uh, except Jeff Bezos. Just as like a, like he's so rich he could do anything he wants. I'm like, you're the only one that's not allowed in space. Anyone else can go to space. Hmm. That's a good so if you one. could have like a spidey, like an angry wish. Brett already has his. It's just I take see. it. <laughs> that's his regular wish. I think my angry wish oh, yeah. would be like, I wish that like the parents of every girl I've ever dated like took my side in the breakup forever <laughs> and always mentioned it to them even after they find someone else they'll just be like hey you ever talked to that joker remember 
how you fucked it up with Joe? And I'll just be like, what? And I'll be like, yeah, that was a long time ago. And he's like, oh, I'm just, I have no idea why I have to mention that to you all the time. And then, you know what I mean? Just be like, hey, that Joe guy, he was uh, way better than you thought. And just, just that's their life forever. Yeah. Like, I know you. I wouldn't want anything to happen to them. I want them to get married and be happy, but I want their parents to be like, man. That, and that's just so funny. Like, on their wedding day, their parents are like, wow, so you're actually doing it. We invited Joe. <laughs> Our objection is this whole charade. Yeah. <laughs> I um what if like she gets pregnant and they're like, oh, is it Joe's? You should like, name him Joe. Yeah. <laughs> Was it Joe's? And she's like, no, it's my husband's, and they're like, damn it. <laughs> yeah. Why is that guy still around? Yeah. Well, I know you never do this, but like, what if like you cheated on one of them and so they're like, why did you fuck that up with Joe? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I forever rule. Like, yeah. what if it could work too like you go on like one date with a girl and then like it's just like a date and like nothing happens like you guys both leave like the restaurant when it's done but for the rest of her life she also has to hear all of that yeah (laughs) yeah you never even meet her parents (laughs) yeah Yeah. even if I had like a crush on a girl oh my god yeah if I even liked her and like she doesn't even know it but like she'll like go home for like Thanksgiving (laughs) and be like you know did you work with a guy named Joe like you had a shot and you blew it. She's like the guy that gave me a Valentine in the third grade. Yeah, that guy you blew it. The third grade, they're like, yeah, you you blew it. You were immature. You were young, stupid. She's like, I was seven. It's a good <laughs> wish. Like, what if like you attempt to like walk up to a girl, but then you don't, and then like, is that the guy that like came up to me at the bar? Her mom texts her. She's like. I think you just missed an opportunity. <laughs> That's like so much funnier too. If you ever have a celebrity crush, and yeah. like like Lord's parents are just like, so whatever happened with Joe? And she's just like, what? <laughs> she's like, I'm I'm Lord. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> just some strange. It's like Jay Z is going up to Beyonce. Like, yeah, you really screwed it up with Joe. <laughs> <laughs> screwed it up. I mean, I get that he's not her father, but but it works. That's what works. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was about the bit. I think so too. Speaking of dating, I saw a joke online. So I'm not gonna take credit for it, but I it was like on a meme or someone tweeted it. I always think it's funny, and it's like uh, I'm on a date with this girl, and she's talking about her ex so much that I'm starting to miss him. <laughs> I like that one. I've seen that. I think it's funny. I, I like that a lot because, like, I've been on dates, and then, like, usually, like, women will tell you, like, awful things. Like, one time I was on a date, and this girl was like, I thought I was going to get sex trafficked. Not at my date, but, like, another one. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of weird. It is weird. Yeah. It's weird, like, when you go on, like, a first date, and, like, someone's just so like, open. Over- and you're like, oh, yeah. my God. And you're like, I mean... You could you could pull back a little, you know. You notice how I'm not telling you every single thing about everything. Yeah. You could do that too. You could like play along. Yeah. Maybe this is cute, but then like they're like, I'm a, I don't play games, and you're like, play one. You know what I mean? Play the uh, I pretend you didn't stab your ex boyfriend. <laughs> play that. Like game. let's just play that game tonight. Just pretend you don't have a story about that, and then like. 
the backstory of why he deserved it. So, you know, can I say something that I think is going to sound bad, but I was thinking about this the other day? Hmm. Yeah. Um, so I was, like, on the dating apps, there's a lot of people that just have kids, and they're like, yeah, like it or not, like, I'm a parent, like, that kind of vibe. And, uh, like, I'm like, you can stop being a parent anytime. Does that make sense? Yeah. What do you mean? Like, you just, like, you don't have to raise your kids. That is true. Yeah. I know plenty of people that didn't, and I'm just like, that's not, don't throw it in my face. Yeah, I don't like when people are like, my kid comes first, and you're like, well, then what? Yeah. Like, then why are you okay. on that? Yeah. yeah. Then have sex with, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that's sexual assault. <laughs> All right. Thanks for clearing that up for me. I don't know how to broach that topic. Oh, I hate that. I hate that same stuff, dude. It's just yeah, like I'm not here to play games. Like no one nighters, and then I like when people are like, no to smoking anything, and you're like, grow up. Yeah. Like, damn, dude. I like when it, I like when it does say when people like the women aren't looking to have more kids, and it'll be like has kids. And then the next line is, doesn't want kids. And you're like, yeah. <laughs> then you probably shouldn't have them. Oh, yikes. It's I, just two different practices. And it's just so funny because if you apply that logic to anything else in life, it's like, doesn't work if you're like, has a motorcycle, doesn't want a motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> has, has kids, doesn't have kids. You got you to like hang out with like um like when they go to their dad's house for the weekend. Oh, you mean the, you mean the girl, not the kids. Yeah. It's so funny if you just shut up the dads and you're like, yeah, I'm here to hang out with the kids. <laughs> like you know, dads less strict, right? Stay up later. Yeah. Play video games. You said we can order pizza. <laughs> More screen time. <laughs> that is true. I mean, that, I don't know. Divorces are cool because like, they like parents will go into like competition with each other. So it'd be like, oh, I had such a good time, like a dad's or a mom lets me do this. And it's just like one parent just inevitably lets you go like too far. <laughs> They're just like, yeah, dad let us stay up real late. But mom let us ice fish by ourselves. <laughs> like, you're like, I don't know, man. Like, maybe we should stop the competition. Oh, that's so good. The classic thing with like a divorced kid is two Christmases. <laughs> two Christmases. But they're know. both like the, both, just like the Christmases aren't as thoughtful. Because like when you have like parent, I remember like earlier Christmases when your parents are together and they like can be like, hey, he told me this, he told me this, and then like when they're separated, you like go to one parent's house. They're like, I barely know you, so like I read online that kids your age like this shit. So here's this. One of my, I don't uh, know, Brad, if you. Uh, I was gonna say there was like a kid I was friends with in grade school, and his parents were divorced, and he would always like I'd get very jealous because like our parents weren't gonna buy like my parents never bought like the like the A one top of the line toys, you know what I mean? But he would like his parents were trying to compete, so he'd get two of like the same toy, and he was smart, so he like wouldn't be like yeah, mom already got this or dad already got this. He would just like put it in his backpack and then have doubles or best, doubles, triples or best, triples or best, but he'd have doubles of like. You know, like expensive toys, and it was just like annoying. So I'm like, I we, me and my brother couldn't even get one, and he, this kid's got two. And of course, the parents are divorced. Pride is not a share. Nope. Because his parents don't. They're doing <laughs> a custody battle. They're like, oh, I want them full custody. You got to get full custody so you can get all the bennies. You're trying to get paid. Yeah. 
You're trying to get paid. That's such Split a, custody that's doesn't pay as well. How, yeah. Yeah. It's just such a sad way to look at parenting, though. <laughs> Do you know who wins in family court? The lawyers. <laughs> this episode's been brought to you by Friedman, Damiano, and Smith. If you need a lawyer today, please call Friedman, Damiano, and Smith. <laughs> you, you broke Joe. Are you happy? Yes. The family court line got me. I got me. <laughs> it's really good. All right. Any closing remarks on anything? Do you want to see how strong I am? Yes. Oh, I didn't think it was going to I had fun. I had a good time, yeah. Me too. You really didn't blow it up like you usually do. Yeah, no, I wanted to have like a uh, normal time. Thank you. I wanted I to see where it goes. It. Yeah, I wanted to like go with Thank it. You. I like Brett. When he when I when he started off and said like best friends, I was like, well, I guess don't do that thing I normally do on podcasts. Right? Oh, thanks. I just get super racist. No, I'm just <laughs> you know, you know what? Uh, you know what hurts? Cause he was just like, I like Brett, and we had him on our podcast. Yeah. He torched it. He just immediately was like, how you guys make money? <laughs> but to be fair, wasn't the most listened to podcast? What? Wasn't the most listened to one you have? Like it wasn't the mo- it wasn't the most listened to. It was the video that we put out. It's oh. the most viewed by far. Nice. Like it's got like double the one in second. It's yeah. it's a good video. Mm-hmm. Good editing. It's like thank you. Yeah, I didn't do the editing. Yeah, but he talked. Nice. I had a good time with everyone in this room and in the room next to us. I had a good time just with the people in this room. No, we're more. just four best friends <laughs> hanging out, aren't we, guys? <laughs> yeah. The four, the four best of friends. For real. I need a friend. <laughs> Come on over. That's the next episode that you give advice on is how to get Jeremy friends. <laughs> how to make how to make friends. How yeah. to make friends, yeah. That'd be good yeah I mean, how there. to make friends is great because some people don't know how to make like you ever meet people and you realize like you you're gonna have you have things in common with them and then they just absolutely blow it up and you're yeah. like wow like we literally like you like look at someone you're like wow we kind of dress similar we probably think the same so like we shop the same okay this could be good and then they just dive into some stuff you're like this doesn't I don't understand anything you're saying but you ruined it do so you ever do that thing where you're uh like look at you'll meet somebody you'll hang out like twice and you're like I can tell we're gonna be good friends but we have to get there now. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have to put the work in. Yeah. I know what that's like. <laughs> <laughs> but you fucking don't. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. I'm feeling it right now. <laughs> or put what? A, we've put in a lot of work today. I think we've come far. Jeremy's going to go home to, and his wife's going to be like, how was the podcasting today? And he's going to be like, they did it again. I go, no, I'm going to go, I don't want to talk about it. And then run up to my room. Did you make, did you make any friends? Did you hear me? <laughs> Not really. Another failed day in the podcast really. studio. That's perfect. Um, where can people find you guys on social media? Joe Briggs Comedy on Instagram. That's about it. Nice. How do you spell it with two G's? Two G's. So it's Joe spelled exactly like you think it would be. Nice. And then Briggs with two G's. And then comedy. Uh, I, 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 uh, I forget the name of my Instagram. 
<laughs> Isn't it Joe Dumb Jokes? I Joe, think it's Joe's Dumb Jokes. Oh, it's Joe's Dumb jo- at Joe's Dumb Jokes. I gotta change that. Uh, I gotta do a lot. I gotta like do social media. Actually, though, me too. I gotta like figure yeah. out. How, I gotta like. Get, I did it for clean like, it up. Like make yeah. it all one thing now. But like then you sit down and do it. You're like it's hard. You forget one password. You're you're like well this is never gonna happen. Sorry. Yeah, no, dude. All right. Uh, I think this was a good episode. I'm feeling good about it. Uh, thank you, guys. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. Big fat little come. Signing uh, off. You can find me at Joe Briggs with five G's. <laughs> hey, do you know why this one worked out really good? Why? Because triples are best. Triples. <laughs> Three G's. Gave these people a taste of what the original podcast was going to (laughs) be. Nice. All right. uh, Do all the sign offs take like 40 minutes or? No, just this one. That should be the next. That's after how to make friends. The next one is how to sign off. How to sign off. All right. Are we we done yet? Uh, I feel like we got to drag it out. Two more minutes. Joe's done. He looks tired. He hates me. We did it. So, but when we draw out, we can't have like long pauses of yeah, silence because yeah, yeah, yeah. they're dragging this out. Um, signing stuff off. Some people are like are illiterate and they can't like people, write. People can change. I'm worried the baby doesn't think people can change because I used to be a piece of shit. I used to be a huge piece of shit. What we used to do is we used to order steaks and then you order a water and you dump the water all over the steak and you just slop it up. Sloppy, a couple of sloppy steaks at Trefani's, slick back hair. Huge piece of shit. Okay. Sorry. For what? Joe's reaching for his head <laughs> real slowly. All right. Any closing, closing remarks? Hey, thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks for having us, Brett. Thanks for coming on. I hope this podcast takes off. It should. I hope it blows up, like, Hopefully. big time. Not like in a, not a bad blow up, like a good blow up. Thank you. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, sealed the envelope. Stamped it. <laughs> Signing off. Thanks, guys. Thank you for uh, listening to Brett Talk. Uh, Give me a follow at Brett Thomas on Facebook and Brett Thomas 1896 on Instagram. Uh, Please uh, leave a five-star review on anywhere you listen to this podcast. They all help. Thank you.